On today's show, we report about the youngest kid in history to ever win a Formula One Grand Prix and all the executive poaching going on in the industry. And we comfortably predict that prices for the new Ford GT are going to skyrocket. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 16th of 2016. What do you do in the auto industry when you need a new executive and don't have anyone inside to fit the bill? Why you go out and steal them from your competitors? That's what. And first up, Hyundai. Last year, it hired former Bentley designer Luke Donkerwolka to head up its design for its new Genesis luxury brand. You'll remember Luke. He's the guy who excoriated the design of the new Lincoln Continental concept as a blatant ripoff of the Bentley Flying Spur. Well now, he just poached another designer from Bentley. Sang Yup Lee will become Vice President of Styling at Hyundai Design Center. He just got done designing the Bentley Bentayga and previously worked at GM Design. But Bentley wasn't the only brand in the VW Group to lose an executive. Tesla just hired one of Audi's manufacturing gurus, Peter Hochholdinger, to become its new VP of Vehicle Production. Tesla has had a slew of quality problems with its manufacturing operations and is missing its production targets. And finally, Cadillac moved its head of Europe, Andreas Schaaf, to the newly created position of Vice President of Cadillac China. Schaaf will be in charge of Cadillac's business in China and report to Cadillac President Johan de Nyssen, who stole him away from BMW. While history was made at the Formula One Grand Prix in Spain yesterday, the race was won by Max Verstappen, who at 18 years old is the youngest driver to ever win a Grand Prix. The Dutchman drives for the Red Bull team, which is powered by Renault engines. Verstappen did a masterful job of holding off a hard-charging Kimi Raikkonen in his Ferrari, so his win was certainly not a fluke. Remember his name. Max Verstappen has all the makings of becoming one of the great champions in the sport. And still to come, we're pretty confident that prices of the new Ford GT are going to skyrocket. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Suppliers make anywhere from 70 to 80% of all the parts and components that go into a car. So they are critically important to automakers. So you'd think the car companies would treat them really well, right? Well, some do and some don't. An annual survey from Planning Perspectives has suppliers rate how well the car companies in North America are to work with. But the survey is for purchasing buyers, not for supplier executives, because the buyer level is where all the action takes place. And survey says, Toyota and Honda are the best companies to work with, but they're not as good as they used to be. Then it drops down to Ford and General Motors, but Ford has made no improvement in the last six years, while GM is up significantly. And the worst automakers to work with? According to the study, Nissan and FCA are at the bottom of the list. And maybe this helps explain why FCA just had a major shakeup of its purchasing operations last week. You know, Ford is only going to make 500 examples of its new GT supercar in its first year, 
but over 6,500 people from around the world want to buy one. Part of the sales agreement says that the buyers agree not to just turn around and sell the car. Well, good luck with that. According to Haggerty Insurance, a first-gen GT, which carried a sticker price of 150 grand, is now worth an average of 258,000 to 331,000 dollars. So that's about double the original price. And remember, they made over 4,000 of them. So with 6,500 buyers chasing 500 cars, we could see the new GT going for a million bucks. It's not supposed to happen that way, but it will. And coming up next, John takes you on a two-minute styling tour of the new Honda Ridgeline. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. The styling of the new Honda Ridgeline is not as macho as its competitors, and it has some important styling cues that set it apart from others. On last week's Autoline After Hours, John did a styling walk-around to point them out. Let me show you some of the styling cues on the new Honda Ridgeline that really make it stand out from other trucks in its class. Of course, you've got a very Honda-looking front end, big badge like all trucks do. Also on trucks these days, you see some sort of a C-clamp kind of look around the headlamps. Honda's got this the way that they've taken the running lights and put it around the headlamps. Something that you'll see on all the major big trucks these days too. Another little interesting bit is this quarter glass right inside the mirror. It actually does help in your visibility. The other thing is, look at this long crease line that runs from front to rear of the truck. It really helps make it look longer, but like BMW does, they don't take that crease line into the fender well. It makes it look like the fender well is even bigger than what it really is. This I find very interesting, the way they've scalloped out the steel for the door handles. It's kind of an oval, very soft look, almost feminine. Kind of surprised me to see this on a pickup truck. The other thing that you'll notice is this cladding on the lower end of the rocker is actually narrower at the front and wider at the rear. That gives the truck more of an angled look, a wedge look, and that helps define it looking as a truck. The other thing you'll notice is, unlike the old Ridgeline that had that flying buttress look to it, Boom, the new one, they've cut it off. They really want this to look like a regular pickup, not something weird. They've also added this piece here for aerodynamics. It carries out beyond the cab just a little bit and it's, and it's cantilevered on the inside of it to keep the airflow going down. As you come to the rear of the truck, there's nothing too outstanding from a styling standpoint, but again, you see more arrow on the top of the tailgate here for aerodynamics, but something unique to Honda, it doubles. If you remember the old station wagons of back in the 60s and 70s that opened in a double way, Honda's put that on their truck. That to me, of all these things, is what makes the Ridgeline stand out from other pickups. There's a lot of unique features and details on the Ridgeline, and you can learn more about them in that show. Check it out on our website or subscribe to our YouTube channel. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.